Think about how much you spend on your kids every month. What if your dividends can replace that income you spend on your kids? REITs were created in the 60s so that the everyday person could build passive income utilizing real estate. But if we can work for five years, 10 years, 20 years of our life, you can invest for five years, 10 years, and 20 years to put yourself in a position where you never have to work again. And that is possible when you start to invest in things like REITs. It has to work or it has to work. Welcome back to Circle of Greatness. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis, and we got to bring back a favorite. I'm talking about this is by far top three best episodes we ever recorded, right? By numbers. Numbers don't lie. Highest viewed episode. And it's all around financial literacy. It's all around REITs. I have to bring back Miss Ashley Fox to come break down more ways that we can make money and build wealth for our families. Ash, what's up? How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, thank you for uh, coming back. Um, I'm excited. How, how's, how's everything been with you? Learning and growing every day. Yeah. Every day. I've been seeing more and more people getting dividends, yes. more and more people getting stocks, open up accounts. Yes. We did our first cash flow creation virtual summit. Okay. Had over a thousand people wow. walking out, building passive income. Wow. Brick by brick, share by share. So yeah. yes, we're doing it. Yeah. What's so crazy is like you, you, you have a fresh view and perspective on um showing people how to get into real estate through REITs mm -hmm. as well as just showing people how to invest their money it's been a i want to say it's been a it's just something we haven't been learning right. like for years and years and years and now it's like i feel like it's starting to become more accessible so i mean the biggest thing that i think right now is like we haven't been told how to invest, right? So one of the things I want you to do today, look at my account, because I've just such and such say invest, mm -hmm. do this. I'm just buying stuff, and now some of these things is red, right? <laughs> you former Wall Street analyst, you understand it, but the reason why I love how you're doing it, because you're showing people how to get into real estate as little as a few hundred dollars, as well as you're showing people how to just build wealth through the stock market, which I think is so important. So before we get in my account, like why is it, Right. Why in this season do you think it's so important for us to begin to understand how to make our money work? So I think the first thing is never buy what somebody just tells you to buy because yeah. everybody's different. Right. So you can I'm, I know individuals that buy direct real estate and they make good money. Right. So it's not to say that this is the best way to invest. But when you feel like I don't have credit, I don't have enough money, I don't have the time. Saying no to building wealth is not an option. So REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust, allow you to have options. Yeah. Even when it comes to stocks, right? Like I run my company, Empify. Not everybody wants to run a business or can run a business, but it doesn't mean you can't make money as a result of somebody else's business. So you can start investing in the stock market. And I think it's the easiest way to do it because a lot of people don't have a lot of money. A lot of people are scared. Therefore, you shouldn't be starting with a lot of money. So when it comes to investing, it's a standard, not an option. If mm. you, you can't spend or work your way to wealth. You yeah. can't save your way there. And we're yep. great at spending. And 100%. some of us are okay at saving. We're phenomenal at our work ethic, but there's another layer to building wealth where your money has a job and you're and it's working for you. And so I think now is the perfect time. Well, the perfect time was yesterday, but right. now is the perfect time because we are coming out of a recession, right? Like the Federal Reserve just announced that they're going to start to lower interest rates, which means you're going to see the interest rates on your savings account decline. You're going to see the interest rates on your debt decline. So when we think about real estate as a whole, it's been that industry as a whole has been taking a hit because interest rates have gone up. So the yeah. cost of debt to take out loans, to buy properties, to build properties, that industry is taking a hit. Now, is it going to be like that forever? 
No, but you have to recognize that in this moment, you can get in at a lower price point. Mm. So when we talk about REITs, a lot of REIT prices, they're down right now. And again, it makes sense. Is it your fault? So you mentioned like some of your investments are red. I mean, it's business. Like we were in an economy that was taking a hit. So that means what you've invested in could take a hit now. Is it like that forever? Absolutely not. But if you have the time span, so you got to ask yourself when you start to buy or someone makes a recommendation, what is your intention when you're buying it? I know when I buy REITs, I'm not trying to flip my money. It's not that type of investment. Mm. I want to hold I want to build and I want to collect the same way your real estate investor who wants to build their portfolio and have a bunch of tenants to build passive income. You got to buy your first property. You got to buy your second property, but you're not buying it, flipping it because now you don't have the income. So you have to ask yourself, am I looking to flip? Because if that's the case, you might want to be a trader. You might want to have short term investments that you want to make. Me personally, I buy and I hold. I don't have time to trade, but I also like passive income. So when you look at your portfolio, you have those stocks, those investments that don't pay dividends. Now, those are the companies where they're taking all their money. They're putting it back into the business where dividend paying investments, things like REITs, dividend stocks. They're making money, they're making a profit, but a portion of that profit goes to all their shareholders. Mm. Your job is to say, how much of that money, how much of that profit that they're willing to give me, how much of that do I want? And you determine that by the number of shares you have. Same thing with real estate. How much tenant income do you want? That's dictated by how many properties you buy. Same thing with REITs. You can start and buy a REIT. I own a REIT that's like $10 and I'm getting 15, 16% every year, but I'm not doing the work. Now you could do the same thing and buy a property. Only thing is you might have to borrow money from the bank. You might have to dedicate some time. You might have to manage tenants and fix. You got to do a lot of work and that's okay. But for the individual who doesn't have a lot, who does have fear, who wants to build over time, because this is not a, you're not going to get rich quick. But if we can work for five years, 10 years, 20 years of our life, you can invest for five years, 10 years, and 20 years to put yourself in a position where you never have to work again. And that is possible when you start to invest in things like REITs. Yo, if you're looking at this episode, stop what you're doing right now. Go to mycashflowcreation.com right now because if, if what Ashley just said sound good, and I'm talking about in the last one minute, breaking down whether you want REITs, whether you want growth stocks, She's hosting a five day virtual conference where she's literally going to break everything down. Like you're going to leave there with REITs. You're going to leave there with an open up brokerage account. You're going to leave there understanding how to build wealth for your family. Like again, you're going to get a lot in this episode, but you're going to get so much more over this virtual conference. So make sure you go to the website or also click the link in the description. So Ash, what I want you to do is, um, if you don't mind, I'm, your professional opinion, I want you to just take a look at my account Maybe tell me some things that I could be doing right, some things I could be doing wrong. And then I want to actually, I want to get into real estate today okay. without having to put down a a, a million dollars, a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> like you showing people how to do it with a few hundred dollars, right? I got some thousands to invest, but I want to also look into some stocks or REITs that you recommend. So got my Schwab open. I'm going to pass it over to you. Okay. So the first thing I see. Mm -hmm. is you have a lot, which is okay. But you have to know exactly what every company is doing. So I challenge you every 90 days, these companies are reporting their financials. You have to make sure that they're making money, Mm -hmm. that the reason why you bought them in the first place still exists. And you don't have a lot of dividend paying investments. You have a lot of really great companies. So I like to buy 
the biggest and the best companies. Um, just because I feel like America needs companies like an Apple that you own. Com Amazon is the second largest employer in this country, right? Yeah. They America can't afford to let go of an Amazon. Yeah. But you have some of the biggest and best players from a Microsoft, from a Google, right? So I think you have good companies. Yeah. But I challenge you, if this was a football team and we're playing fantasy football, right. which player needs to get benched? Mm. Because when you think about what player is holding you back and has been consecutively holding you back quarter after quarter, right. you have to think, I like that player over there. I think I want to trade. Mm. Because you don't also don't need a football team to win. Now, let me, if we're strictly talking about passive income, you have a lot of growth stocks. So ask yourself. How, how am I paid with these growth stocks? Because so I know so you say dividends, stocks, I get paid right. quarterly so growth or stocks, Growth stocks is like you buying a property yeah. in an up and coming neighborhood. You want, you want to buy it low and then you want to sell it at a higher price. Okay. So it's possible some of the investments, so you, you got uh, Apple's made you some money, NVIDIA has been killing it. If you say, hey, I want to take some of these gains, you can sell some of these and capture the profit that you made. So yeah. that's how you make your money with your growth stocks. Now your dividend stocks and your REITs, you hold them. Okay. Investors that want to retire, investors that want passive income, they're not trying to flip. They're not buying a property to sell it. They're buying a property in a nice neighborhood with a good tenant that can consistently and give them a reliable passive income. Yeah. So now I got to ask you, What's your passive income going? Well, how much do you want and why do you want it? So if you think about your children, right? Yeah. You want to get to a space where it's like, okay, like if I think about my niece and by the time she gets to college, she's six now, by the time she gets to college, I know when I was in college, an extra one to $2,000 might've made a difference, right? Yeah. Or when I was in high school, right? I needed to, I wanted to go to prom. I wanted to go on trips. I want to do different things. Think about how much you spend on your kids every month. What if your dividends can replace that income you spend on your kids? Mm. So start to really think about what do I want to replace? And I challenge anybody that's watching, the first thing you want to think about, what is your smallest bill? Mm. How much do you pay Netflix every month? And those of you who don't have any passive income, I think we get so caught up in, we need thousands to invest. If you're not bringing in $10 a month, how about we start there? Mm. If you're not bringing in $100 a month, how about we start there? Because you're going to build over time. Yeah. So I challenge you to think about what bill is annoying you that it's like, what if I can get this company to pay for it? I like to think like I own stock in Verizon. Verizon pays like a six, seven percent dividend. How many shares of Verizon do I need to own so that Verizon's dividend pays my Verizon bill? Mm. So put yourself in a position where you're listing out all your small bills and how can my dividends pay? And I think for you, because you do have children, what does the future of your child's life look like where you're going to their expenses are going to grow and they're going to come to you and ask for money? That's good. So really start to think about, hey, an extra what? At bare minimum, an extra what? What, what would you say? This. I mean uh, on a monthly or an annual basis? Monthly, it doesn't matter. I mean, if I could make an extra 5K a month passively. Okay, which is $60,000 yeah. a year. Yeah. That means if you have a million dollar portfolio yep. with a dividend paying you six. Now, when you buy REITs, you want to look anywhere between four to 17%. Got it. So four if you're to 17. Four, so we're being the lowest. Correct. Like I want to get to 17%. But that comes with a little bit of risk. Those okay. aren't the strongest and best REITs that exist. Now they got some, they got some REITs. What, is that what people call penny stocks? No, so we're not paying a penny stock game. Not here, uh, not here. Uh, no, no, okay. no. But there, for example, if you take Prologis, okay. Prologis is worth over a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. One of the largest REITs in the world, right? They're Amazon's landlord. So when Amazon has wow. warehouses, they don't own all the warehouses. They pay rent to Prologis. Prologis pays their bills takes a portion of the money they make, and then they pay you the shareholder. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing that for years, right? So, so think- And that's of, considered a risk? So, I mean, at the end of the day, what is the risk around real estate? I mean, well, we talk every, about risk. Everything has a risk, yeah. but, but at the end of the day, Prologis owns over 5,000 properties. Right. 
They have properties all over the world. They're not new to this. So when you're buying a REIT, it's like you're investing in an expert. You're investing in a business partner that's been buying properties, managing properties, handling tenants, and has a history of paying out passive income consistently, not missing these payments to their shareholders. So now it's like, hey, ProLogis, you do the heavy lifting. You do the property work. I got, I got a business to run. I got kids to take care of. But I want a portion of the money you make. I don't want to have to manage that. They're not going to call me. I want a portion of the money that you make. So nonetheless, when you buy a REIT, that's how you got to think. Who is the most experienced? Who has the best tenants? Who has a good amount of properties? Because if the tenant's paying the rent, the check is coming in. So if you think about during a recession, there's a REIT uh, called Vici, right? They, less than $50 a share, they own a lot of Vegas properties, right? So the way I think, Super Bowl. You're talking about Mandalay Bay, the Luxor. You're talking about the Venetian. Th these places, when you go stay in Vegas, you're paying to stay there. Mm -hmm. Vici's collecting the rent. Vici pays out dividends to their shareholders. So again, and the other thing that a lot of people need to know, REITs by law have to pay you. So imagine having a business partner that now has a law that states 90% of their profits have to go to me because, it, because REITs don't pay corporate taxes. So in exchange for not paying corporate taxes, they have to give 90% of their profits to you. Yeah. So the way I think is while everybody's going to the Super Bowl, how much is Vici actually about to make in Q1 just mm. from everybody saying at all these properties that Vici owns? So, but during a recession, during a pandemic, we weren't, a lot of people weren't really traveling to Vegas. Airlines were suffering, yep. like hotels were suffering. So they took a hit. But just recently, Vici just raised their dividend because now the economy is bouncing back. So you, you want to think about opportunities where real estate has been down, but who's strong, who can consistently provide me this income, who has a history of paying dividends and consistently giving me more every year. And mm. that's important because again, they charge you more with your rent every year. Yeah. You, and that's what happens with the, with the tenants that they have. So when you think about it, get it having that million dollar portfolio. And those of you who don't have a million dollars, what if you, and you can get that in 10 years. If it takes you 10 years to buy, a, to create a million dollar portfolio, to get $5,000 a month, which is 6% a year. Remember, right. I said four to 17. Right. There are REITs out there that pay a 10% dividend, which means you don't have to have a million dollar portfolio to get to that. Yeah. But in this case, if you think 6%, that's a good, that's a good rate, right? So now you're building up, you're buying enough shares that'll equal out to getting you the $5,000 a month, the $60,000 a year that you want. So if that's your goal, now it's a numbers game. Is that a good goal or it's kind of Well, it's, it's up to you. And I, and, I, and I challenge everybody watching, how can I replace my income? I, yeah. how, what, the money that I make at my job, how many shares of a REIT or a dividend stock do I need to own to get to a space where I choose to work if I want to? And even if you get half of that, That's even powerful. if you get a quarter of that, there are people in this world that don't have $1,000 a month coming in. Yeah. Right? So, so we have to start. But in order to get $1,000 a month, you got to get your first $10. Yeah. You got to get your first $25. Let me ask you this. So my savings account, right? Mm -hmm. This example, I got 10000 savings account. That's okay. everything I got to my name, Ten grand in savings account. I want to go put it in REITs, right? Mm -hmm. Am I able to put the whole ten thousand, but get it back if I need it, or I gotta if it's locked in? Is is this is it a thing where it get locked into a REIT where so, you can't, or can I sell it at any moment? Great question. So what you're describing is like a real estate fund, okay? Which which are available to people. The only difference is real estate funds usually have a minimum to start. REITs, I mean, there's, most REITs are less than two hundred dollars. Yeah. You could buy a REIT for twenty dollars. Yeah. Now REITs are liquid. So let's talk about, in liquid meaning you can easily sell it. You got a property. They're not liquid. It's going to take you some time to buy a, find a buyer or a seller. 
Real estate funds sometimes have lockup periods. So to answer your question, it's possible that if you are investing in a real estate fund, that they got to hold that money and put it to work for you so you can't take it out. Now, a REIT doesn't work like that. If you take that 10000 mm -hmm. and you invest it and you say, hey, two, two weeks from now, which, again, is not, again, remember, you're buying REITs to hold for it to grow over time to collect yeah. income. But let's just say you needed the money. You can sell your REITs. It's liquid. Now, will it always be 10000 It might not be because mm. that 10000 is equivalent to you buying a property. The, is, is the val while we don't, while the, the value of our homes and real estate isn't listed on the stock market and you can see it all day, every day, if you get your home appraised, I can't guarantee that your home is going to be the same value it was when you bought it. Got it. So the, the value of the price of the REIT can move. It moves all day, every day, because you trade it like a stock. It just doesn't move as fast yeah. as a stock. So, and I, I'm only asking because it's like, well, if your money's sitting in a bank account, mm -hmm. is losing 10% annually due to inflation. Okay, but let me stop you there. Mm -hmm. One, if you had 10,000 and that's what you got, don't put all your money in the market. Got it. And if you've never invested before, you're probably scared. Start with what you're comfortable with. Right. So maybe it's just 100. And I, again, but at the same, so the way I think, for me, my my investments, my stocks, my REITs, those are my emergency fund, right? Mm. When I need some money, I'm not going to my savings account. I literally keep money in my savings account for short-term needs. So for example, payroll with my staff, right? That I keep that there, but I want my money making money for me. And mm. the other thing That's too, I was right? Yeah. But if you're just starting out, don't take all your money. Yeah. Now, is it possible that that all 10,000 can be invested? Absolutely. But you got to get to a level of comfort and, 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 and understanding that if my money's working for me, I got to let it rock. Yeah. And so that's the goal. So yes, you can, but if that's all you have, absolutely not. Do not take all your money and go buy REITs, but I challenge you not to keep all your money in a savings account because no matter what they're giving you now, it's going to be lower as interest rates start to decline. And that's also why people don't retire off savings accounts. Like the interest rates move so often, your job is to find REITs, dividend stocks that can evolve and grow as the economy grows. America as a whole has always been winning. It has its down times, but the market is up a lot more than it is down. And on average, you're going to get anywhere between 8 to 10%. And that's just based off of past performance of the entire American stock market. Mm. So I, I challenge people, when you think about using a savings account, I always tell people, why not just own the bank? Buy mm. stock in the bank because it gets to a point where your dividend on a bank stock it's more than what they're giving their customers in the savings in the savings account. So we're taking wow. it to a 1% next level. But when I was on Wall Street, when they our clients had money sitting in a savings account, it was our job to work with investors to put that money to work. Because when you're sitting there having $100 million doing nothing, that's you're losing a lot of money. So we got to start adding zeros to our money. So look at that 10000 Like I got 100000 sitting there doing nothing for me. And I got to put it to work and invest in something over time that can put me in a better position financially. Which one of your statements I feel like I invest no matter the cost? Yes, I invest in myself yeah, no, no matter, matter the, the cost. cost. Yes, got it. yes. Now let me ask you, just because I'm curious, I got some red in my account. Okay. Do I, do I <laughs> hope that it recovers or do I just take the L, sell so I okay. can go buy something that's profitable? Because I've been holding on to some stuff and it don't seem like it's going back Okay, up. so. I think how the sundial or two. How long have you held it? I mean, be honest, I I'm be honest, I have been I have been negligent with this account. Okay. So this has been so that's a couple the, years okay. of just what so, you see is kind of a few years of just not Okay, so in twenty twenty four, yeah, you matter more. That's what I'm trying to say. And so does your money. Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. So if you matter more, you gotta start doing more. You can't sit and make money 
and trust why these companies. Why do you think I'm in your virtual event? I'm going to learn all this. Like, I'm serious about this crowd. I'm trying to get so, my money okay. right. So first thing is, just because it's red, it doesn't mean that it's been red forever. Got you got to also think, where were we two years as a country? Right. Two years ago, we, we I mean, it was, it was just the other day we were in a pandemic mm -hmm. when everything shut down. Then they had to print all this money. The value of our inflation, everything went up. So we talking about two years. Everybody took a hit. Yeah. They're slowly bouncing back. So I have this, I have this like motto, like where I, I don't, you only guarantee a loss if you sell. Right. So That's let me ask right. you a question. For example, you got Sundial. So I don't really know too, too much about them, but let me ask you, if you bought a property for 50,000 and it dropped to 25,000, are you selling it? No. Why heck. not? You lost money. It's red. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like it's, go I know that's going to come back at some point, I would think anyway. You you would hope. I would hope. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you got to look at your socks that way because yeah. it's like you're investing in a business. Mm -hmm. So if you invested in Empify and we had a down a down two years, yep. you getting rid of our stock? I, I look at stocks a little different than I look at uh, real estate. You can, but again, let's take, take real estate out the picture. I invest in your company. Yeah. You're down two years. Yeah. Am I selling your stock? Depends how you feel. Right. But I hope not, though. Right. Because we're going to get it back. Right. But now yeah. you got to tell me how you're getting it back. Publicly traded companies got to tell you. If they mm. have two down quarters of, or, or two years or Is whatever. That their annual shareholders yeah, meeting? Listen, yes. And, but yeah. they have quarterly earnings calls that you could hop on and they'll tell you how they're doing, where they're going, why they took a hit how they're making adjustments, and it's on you to believe in that company and where it's going. It's yeah. also dependent on the industry, too. Yeah. So some of the companies, I don't know all the companies in here, but for, I'll give you another example. But Amazon. None of my stuff is red. That is the real. I got NVIDIA, Microsoft. Well, NVIDIA's been killing it, period. Google. But, like, I got those. <laughs> what, they grow, those are, like, the number one, the big people. Right. So, But you don't have all big people here. But again, So even if you take NVIDIA, like, it's still business, right? Again, like the Apple, Microsofts, and Googles, I mean, in my personal opinion. What did my NVIDIA grow? Does it get so? Uh, let's see. I need to learn how to read all of this stuff. Okay, I can teach you that too. Yeah. So NVIDIA has gone up. You made, bought it at 37. $37 a share? No, 30, you put, your cost base is 37000 Okay. And you made, you made 81000 I made 81000 Yep, let me see if I can make it into percent. So NVIDIA has wait, grown. Wait, wait. I, 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 look, NVIDIA is up 215%. You must have got in early. Which is so good. I am boarded for thirty-seven. I, well, you, I bore thirty-seven thousand worth. Right. Yeah, and you made eighty-one thousand. Correct. Like how that sounds. But Nvidia is new, hot, is sexy. What happens? You know, Nvidia might take it. it it's just it, they're yeah. a growth stock. They're figuring it out. But do I keep it? Do I the, take profit? So that's up to you. Like where I'm, where I'm currently at in my journey is I've been. So here's Fast how I think. Fast money guy for a long like okay. I want, but now I want here's something how that I think. Is so this forever. is this is my this is how I think, right? Yeah. So I had an Nvidia equivalent with Tesla, right? If you have a plan to get to five thousand dollars a month, sixty thousand dollars a year in dividends, sometimes I sell my big gains. So we talk about a two hundred and fifteen percent gain. Yeah, I sell my gains. I don't sell all the stock. I don't sell all the shares, yeah. and I buy more dividend paying investments that can that can, can that can give me. That consistent, reliable cash flow. Okay. So it really, so the questions you're asking and the thoughts you have are valid, but you gotta, you gotta develop a stronger identity. How long did you plan on Nvidia? Because Nvidia could, could give you a two thousand percent. You, you know what's so crazy? I heard, I heard, I 
maybe Trapper or mm -hmm. Ian talk about buying NVIDIA. I didn't even know I own NVIDIA. Right. Like I'm literally, I'm at the Market Mondays, NVIDIA, I'm writing it down. Now you tell me I own, I didn't yeah, even Yeah, but you got it. I don't know what price point you got it in, but on, yeah. oh, on average, you own a couple hundred shares. You made a killing. Do I got anything else that I'm crushing or what? Uh, Let's see. Your Amazon's up 24%. Okay. Apple's up almost 10 AMD, Advanced Micro Device, that's up 67%. But these are you buying those properties yeah. that have gained tremendously. You got to decide, do I want to capture the gain or do I want to hold on and rock out? Mm. And, and that's up to you. But the way I, so I also challenge you, we talk about buying REITs and dividend stocks. I would just open a separate account with Charles Schwab yeah. and keep- Walk me through that. I want to open up a separate account <laughs> for my kids. Like, okay. walk me through that. <laughs> Wait, okay, wait. So I would slow you down. All right, yeah, because I'm fast. Success <laughs> loves speed. <laughs> okay, wait. First is you take your risk, which is evident in your account, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. But now that you own NVIDIA, now you see you made over 215%. You got to watch NVIDIA. Right. You, the people you're talking about showing you about investing, they're watching the market. Yeah. You can't invest and not pay attention to where your money is. 100%. So because at any moment, something can happen to NVIDIA and your gains can drop. I think I did that with an option. So somebody told me to buy this option. I don't think I exercised the exercise. I'm like, I think I lost. <laughs> yeah. But, and again, you got to form an identity. So I'll tell you about me. I don't trade. I don't have the time. I don't have the emotional stability. I don't want to. Right. But I do invest and I buy and hold. I also like passive income. Now, are you going to get 215% on a REIT? Probably not. But will you get reliable, consistent passive income? Those of you who like the ups and downs, buy the growth stocks. Start trading. Those of you, some people are older. Yeah. I like to wake up and know that I got that check coming in. That's why people that get older have consistent income. They buy bonds. They buy dividend stocks. So you got it. I, it sounds like you want both. Yeah, I want I income want and I like the rush. I want to go. But again, it's not okay if you don't know what you're buying. And I want my kids to be like your niece. Like, what, how do I do that? So my niece, my I do. So my, so my niece, in my mind and NVIDIA, my niece is holding it. Got it. NVIDIA is changing the game. My niece is holding it. Yeah. How many years can NVIDIA get to a space where, where she can get a 2,000% return like I did on Tesla? I bought Tesla in 2012. Wow. But I sold some shares bought me some more REITs. So it's okay to capture your gains if you made some money. It's okay to hold it, but you take it risk. I'll give you an example. When Amazon stock split, Amazon stock split, it dropped. Amazon got as low as like $86. Now it's, now it's up over 50, 60, 70%. Mm. And, and literally in, in a matter of a year, two years. How much years, am I up on my Amazon? 25, almost 25%. Okay. So you have your risk-taking investments. These are your growth stocks. They're going to go up and down. And you're not going to get that crazy game with a boring dividend stock. It ain't happening. Yeah. But you got to choose. Do I want the income? Do I want the growth? Yeah. It sounds like you want both. And that's okay. Got it. Separate the money. Keep the boring money, the consistent dividends, that 4 to 17%. You know that check is going to come. That's their job. REITs have to pay you passive income. Keep that money aside and start to build both, both, both accounts. You say you want to get less. What can we do to get to a million dollar portfolio just with REITs? Yeah. What can we do to get to a five million dollar portfolio just with my growth stocks? And so I challenge you every month money should be going in this account mm -hmm. and every month you should be going shopping. What's the percentage that you say of, of someone's income that you. So so yeah. I'm not. So I personally think you choose okay. because based the, on your situation. Right. Because yeah. they, they'll tell you 10 percent, okay. which cool. But not everybody can do 10%. Yeah. Some people can have bills. They have responsibilities. They're not able to do that. Yeah. So pick an amount that mm. I know I'm pushing myself, but I'm not forcing myself to feel like I don't have any money. Okay. But I know I'm pushing myself. And I challenge you even further. Every 90 days, add more.
Let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. So I got four kids. I mm -hmm. got one year old, two year old, three year old, 18 year old. Mm -hmm. um, right now, do we open up an account for yes. them? Mm -hmm. Right. Walk me through that. Like, what, okay. what do I need to do? Open up an account for them. Um, I want to open up an account for them and I want to make a decision on do I do the same thing with them monthly? Hey, invest a certain yes. amount every month mm -hmm. per child. Correct. Like, yes. walk me through that. So when you okay. open an account for a kid, you yeah. want to open a custodial account. Custodial and that's essentially account, okay. this exact account you have, yep. except you're in charge. Do I call them or I go online? You can do it that. online. You can do it okay. online. You're in charge, but it's in their name. Mm. When they turn 18, it's theirs, mm. right? But you make the decisions. I challenge you, if you're, all your kids that get over eight or nine, based off of how we've taught kids, they can start to understand and do it with you. Mm. So don't do it by yourself. Do it with your children, right? Now, when you open the account, kids have have a more a longer Is there time. There's an open button on there or somewhere like that, or it ain't that simple. It's not that simple, all but right. it, it, it is right. possible. Right. But but when you open an account for your kids, you need all their socials. All right. You need your social, I their need social, their birthday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's it's not it's not a hard process. And I gotta look, get it done immediately. It'll though. look just like your account, and you'll see on the drop down you can go to see all their accounts. Mm -hmm. So what I do personally with my niece is I invest what I have every single month. Mm -hmm. I when it comes to my dividend investments, I, I believe you have a you have your starting five. I got a key good five REITs. Yeah. I think it's really like a good five to ten that exists. I mean, there's hundreds of REITs. Yeah, let me hit her starting five. But <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like uh, Simon Property Group. Yeah, right. These are which is the number one mall operator in America. Um, I like GNL Global Net Lease, and that's a smaller REIT. Mm -hmm. They're figuring out. They're figuring out because they just merged with another company. But they're paying. And it's not financial advice, y'all. She's not. just telling just, me. She's just sharing this with me. This for my. But I've been. Place. I've owned that that REIT for years. Mm -hmm. I've met the former CEO. He came and talked to members that have graduated our investment programs. Yeah. Um. But I like that dividend. I, yeah. You can't beat that 15, 16 percent. So powerful. now the price has dropped. But the way I think, if if the whole neighborhood price dropped, I'm buying all the properties. Yeah. As long as I could keep that tenant in there, as long as that dividend is still coming. I'm happy. Yep. If it's paying more than my savings account, I'm even more happy. I'm my own realty income. That REIT is one of the biggest investors. What's it called? Realty income. Realty ticker symbol income. O. They um they ticker own symbol. ticker symbol O. Just a letter O. Oh, okay. That. Um, and they they own they just recently bought the Bellagio Hotel in Las Vegas. What's Simon's ticker symbol? Uh, ticker SPG. All right, um, I ain't fooling around with this crap. <laughs> Now we're going to do another episode to make sure Neo got his account open. I promise you, you're going to see these. <laughs> um, but I like GNL. Smaller REIT, not as big as a ProLogis or a Realty Income, but it's cheap. It's yeah. less than $10. They're giving That's out GNL, you're saying? Yeah. Okay, so I got Simon, I got GNL, I got Realty. Mm -hmm. I own Boston uh, Boston Properties. Mm -hmm. They're the number one real estate developer for uh, workplaces, so office buildings. Like We just were in San Francisco. The big Salesforce Tower is owned by Boston Properties. Mm -hmm. Um, what else do I have? I'm I'm eyeing uh, EPR, which mm -hmm. owns a lot of experiential REITs. So like Top Golf, Six Flags, mm -hmm. they pay monthly too. Um, I like Beachy, the one that we mentioned about Vegas hotels. Let me ask you this, just to, I want to. So mm -hmm. I was wondering, like, how is Top Golf affording two, three of these in every city in America well, because the people was funding it, right? Well, so Top Golf is the company. So I don't know yeah. how Top Golf is running the business, the real but the real estate, company. they're paying the REIT. In my mind, EPR just collects a check. They handle all the legwork, and I get paid every single month. 
Mm. But but it, but Top Golf is not their only tenant. They got Six Flags. They got ski resorts. They own a bunch of different types of properties. So okay. the biggest thing is to know who their tenants are, mm -hmm. that their tenants are strong. How many properties do they own? What what percent of their leases are leased? Because what mm. good is an apartment building that you own if half of the building is leased? Okay. So I look for things like that. I like to make sure that they have enough cash to cover their debt obligations. Yeah. Um, I, I always look at their dividend history. Like when you mention any investment that pays a dividend, I'm looking at the yield, which you can find at the bottom of the chart. I like that four to seventeen percent window, yeah. and then I look at their dividend history. I like to know that every year, you, every quarter or every month, you're paying your dividend. And every year you have you have made an effort to give me extra money. So companies like a realty income, they've been paying dividends every month for over 25 years. Every month. And every mm. every year they've increased their dividend. Mm. So imagine you 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 buy a REIT one time, you buy a share one time, you you've held it for 25 years. They pay you every single month, never miss a payment, and every year they give you more. Wow. Like just the thought of that, someone who's older can depend on that. Like that's somebody's livelihood. So when you think about your kids, it's like knowing my REITs are taking care of my kids' expenses yeah. because I made the commitment to start, to build over time, and to know that that this company, that's their job to pay me. Companies that pay dividends, that's their reputation on the line. If they lower that dividend, change that dividend, or it drops, or they, they cut it, that's a red flag, right? Yeah. So, and again, because it's coming from their profits, which impacts your your investment but at the same time if a company can't pay you a dividend that says something about the profits that they have with their business so mm -hmm. now we got to look at your business wow let me ask you this um and man we're about to wrap this episode it's power because i need to go do all of these <laughs> things so i could come back and be like i did all of this i want people like hey your kid birthday coming up like my daughter's birthday coming mm -hmm. up we don't need any can somebody give me how can i get the money can they just load my account up, me and my, my daughter account up, give a number and, hey, what you want for birthday? Buy her I mean, a the, the easiest way, the easiest way is to, I think for a person giving a gift, get crystal clear on what you want, what reach you want your child to have. Yeah. And say, this is how many share, this is how much it costs per share. However many shares you can get her, let's do it. And whatever checking account is connected to your daughter's account, that money gets sent to you, you transfer it to their brokerage account, and you can just buy it there. So they give me the money, and then I that's just That's the easiest buy. way right, okay, to right. be able to do it. I'm like, that's what people should be doing. Yeah. Like, yo, what you want for, huh, buy And then I think rates. you go tell social media, this yeah. is what somebody did for my daughter. Because 100%. again, I think it's about how we're positioning it. It's about, because we have to get out of our mind, you have to have millions of dollars to start. 100%. Like, REITs were created in the 60s so that the everyday person could build passive income and utilizing real estate, but yeah. don't have to use debt. Don't have to borrow money. Don't need a credit score. Don't have to do the work. You could be at your job while Crazy. Realty Income pays you every month, but they're handling the Bellagio Hotel. They're handling the Walgreens, oh. the Dollar General. And some people want to be the, the, the landlord, and that's okay. It's so many ways to build wealth. My job is just to show the 99% that you cannot talk me out of your greatness. We mm. could go toe-to-toe, -to -toe and there's always an investment that you can utilize. And the way I see it is you're gonna walk into a Simon Mall anyway. You're wow. gonna walk into these stores. You're, these companies exist. On where you go. Right, but because of your mere existence. All I'm saying is if you're willing to give them the time, the energy and the effort and your money, why not get a piece of the pie? And the way I see it, I don't care how many shares I gotta own. If I'm getting $10 a month for doing nothing, if I find $10 on the ground, I'm picking it up. So you can't treat it like it's a small amount and you can't get discouraged because you have to invest more. But again, you either can say I'm going to buy this property 
and I'm gonna borrow money, but I can't do it. Or you're gonna say, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna $10 my way to a million so I can get my $5,000 a month and live the life that I want. But I, again, I always tell people, if you could work all these years, why not let these companies work for you all these years too? Mm. I mean, you're gonna spend the money anyway. Yeah. And it's like, we wake up and we think, I'm finally financially frustrated. I don't have enough. And it's like, well, how do we start as a culture? Like and step one, everybody open up open a brokerage account. account. Yes. And you can fund it. Whatever you, you whatever you deposit want. Deposit your money in and buy the REIT. Buy yes. The, yes. And if they're looking at this episode, I need you guys to go do that today. Then go in the comments or go tell Ashley, I bought my first REIT. I'm about to go buy her her starting five. <laughs> But just start as so I know you got a virtual event coming up. Let everybody know so how they could tap in. Five, with you. So so a second five day cash flow creation mm. summit. So we're strictly talking about everything we talked about today. Dividend stocks, REITs, how do we start? How do we do it for our kids? How do we start with what we have to have income forever? Because again, mm. that's their job. So mycashflowcreation.com, five straight days, wow. strengthening the mind, the money, the bank account, mm. and getting you into a space where you know it's possible. So you can come, you want to start with $100? That's what we're starting at. Mm. I just want people to start, get the momentum, the clarity, get your first check. I remember like I got my first like 20-something cent dividend. All you know is that it's never going to be 20, 20 cents anymore. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger every every quarter because I'm reinvesting those dividends. So make sure, I don't know if it's on here, we got to look. You turn on, yes, turn on yeah, your drip. I need my drip Because on. like right now, I think you got like a little over 3,000 coming in. Yeah. You don't need the 3,000 to hit your account. Invest that 3,000 yeah. and buy more shares, which means your dividends are going to get bigger every single year because you're reinvesting. Now you're going to get to a point where you say, turn the drip off. I want to live off this income. Yeah. And that's when you, so we'll focus on that. I'll show you how to walk through the transactions, what you need to do, how to understand what to buy. So I'll tell you what I buy, but it's most important. If I'm not here, who's doing this for you and your family? So I want to show you. We're going to buy Simon uh, as <laughs> soon as the episode ends. So yeah. Sure. So during this event, couple hours in the evening, um, and just in case you can't come to every session, which I recommend, we will send you a replay the next day, but you got to show up. Mm. 2024 is the time for us to say, I know where I have been. I know the mistakes I have made. I don't care my credit score. I don't care my bank account balance. Somebody's paying me this year yeah, and I deserve good. to be paid this year. That's good. Powerful. Hey guys, man, another, I had to bring her back. Y'all kept, well, I looked at the numbers. I'm like, well, if this is one of the highest episodes Y'all might be listening. So what I'm going to ask y'all to do is go grab your REIT, right, immediately. But more importantly, go to mycashflowcreation.com right now. Grab your seat. I'm going to be there. My wife going to be there. My big daughter going to be there, y'all. We got to bring our whole family and everybody I know, like, yo, you need to be a part of this if you truly care about locking in and building wealth. We'll see you in the next show. Um, and ask them know how they can follow you on social as well. So on social media, I am underscore Ashley M. Fox. TikTok, the Ashley M. Fox. Um, yeah, you can go to Empify.com and get your ticket to the summit, mycashflowcreation.com.